Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. Yeah, it's Thrill of the Chase through the middle of the week, Wednesday edition. And you know what that means? The great man, Mitch Abaya, the peacock, Hollywood as some people like to call him, me mainly. Uh, he joins me on the line as well. John Donahoe is my name. And it is a great pleasure to have you all with us. Hello, Mitchie. G'day, Donners. Uh, yeah, lovely to be here. I don't know if I've got that many names, but um, I'll, I'll I'll accept them. Yes. Uh, as long as they're not uh, bad, it's uh, oh. I'm more than happy. All for the all for the laughs and the banter. But um, yeah, no, I'm uh, wrapped to be a part of today's show. It's going to be an absolute cracker. It is. We're going to go through the meadows. We're going to have a look at Thursday night's fields for Sandown. You've got a special guest on as well. Do you want to talk us through who's going to be joining us a little bit later on? Yeah, we are joined by the manager of the Hillsville Graham Racing Club, uh, Cynthia O'Brien, to talk about the Hillsville uh, Festival of Racing and this 10-week seri- series they've got going on, or say a series, a 10-week yeah. block of racing. Um, which is going to be an absolute corker. I'll tell you, there's some mm. big money involved. Um, the Arrow, one of the main races also. And, um, yeah, I know she's been probably the, the main person behind the drive and um, does a fantastic job up there. But, yeah, we're going to get a bit of an insight into how it all started and where the ideas come from and mm. then, obviously, the, the buzz around at the moment. So it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. It absolutely is. It's always a pleasure to be uh, to be on the show with you, Mitch, and hopefully along the way tonight as well. We're going to fill some more pockets because Cam's just had another all-time day. He's walked away I heard with, three uh, voter. with very, very full pockets, as his tags, as have a lot of our listeners as well. 0499 736 736 if you want to join in the conversation. And hopefully Mitch Abaya will be able to uh, fill some pockets. What have we got? Shepherd and, uh, we've got Shepard and Trotz. Harness, we've got... Yep. Uh, which is about two and a half minutes away from running as well, uh, race number one. What have we got? Have we got any um, greyhounds on while we are on here, Mitch? Yeah, we've got a few. Um, what have we got? Bendigo greyhounds at 5.19 and 5.41. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, off the top as well, and, and you know, we'll get, we'll get into the important stuff um, very soon. But I'm just looking at this round of AFL, and you know that I'm a big big St Kilda supporter. All right? I'm just looking at the yep. odds for this week's game. And I'm a little bit stunned that uh, after last week's performance against Richmond, where they got the job done, and Collingwood, with a few of their players out, St Kilda are currently paying $2 to win that game. They come in from $2.10 as they were last night. I'm going to load up on them this weekend. I'm, I'm not... Oh, I'm no. not saying this from a bias point of view, but you've got no Darcy Moore for Collingwood, a tall forward line for the Saints, and a, a defence that's been played, been playing pretty well for St Kilda. So if you want a little bit of value out there this weekend, I'm telling you, two dollars is pretty good, pretty good money. I wouldn't put the house on it. I would never put the house on St Kilda, and I never really trust. 
betting on St Kilda, but I'm just looking. I, I like to look early in the week at all the all the games, Mitch, and and see where some value is. And I reckon, I just reckon uh, that Sunday three twenty game, St Kilda are a little bit of value at two dollars. No, I reckon you're right. Um, they've been playing some half decent footy when they get it right, but yep. yeah, Collingwood are a bit of an unknown, as you yeah. said. They're they're Darcy Moore out. That's a big loss. Mm. Other than that. Throughout the week, there's not much uh, value. Well, there's a lot of value out there, but not much that you'd really want to tip your toe into. Maybe, and I'm not saying from a bias point of view, but Essendon could run Geelong off their feet. They're a very yeah. slow side. Um, but it's down at the Cattery, so that, that makes it awfully hard. And then your other one, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide. Oh, I don't know. The Hawks are always a, a yeah. mark. Well, Clarko's a master. Even the other one, even the other one uh, on Sunday, Sydney West Coast. Sydney West Coast regardless yeah, of who you go with, cool. has some serious value. A dollar eighty-four for the Swans and West Coast at two dollars. I'm sensing Sunday's got a little bit of value about it. The first two games, anyway. So uh, if you're putting a multi together, and obviously do it, do so responsibly. I, I would I would wax and Kilder in just you know if you're putting ten fifteen bucks on on, on a multi, and I, I'd probably put Sydney in as well because I think Sydney will beat West Coast. This week, there's a dollar eighty four and two dollars, and as you said, Mitch, if you want to put um, maybe even Essendon in at the line at twenty four and a half points at a dollar ninety, that might be a th- nice three leg multi for uh, for the listeners out there. It might be. Who'd be your most nervous leg out of those three? St Kilda. If St Kilda's not the most <laughs> nervous, yeah, exactly always, right. Always. Oh, jeez, I tell you. I oh, never. I mean, if I'd have seen that game, I probably would have skipped straight past it. To be honest, yeah, but. absolutely. I, I, I don't. Um, I don't often. Tell people to back St Kilda, having gone through 27 years of heartbreak and and anger and frustration, and and I I rarely trust them, even after such a good performance last week. But I just I, it took me aback a little bit to see the Collingwood a 15th on the ladder, struggling a little bit. No Darcy Moore, they're all Australian defender, playing okay footy, and then St Kilda at two dollars after a nice performance at the MCG last Friday night. It just it to me it just was a little bit of a disparity. There, but um, you never know. The the bookies might have got well, what about on. what about you go the other way, JD? Mm. All right, you're you're a mad Saints fan. Yeah, you love it when they win. You hate it when they lose. Yeah. Why don't you back Collingwood? So if the Saints lose, you at least had a win. Mm. And if Saints win, you're wrapped. Yeah, but I don't I don't get the financial that's, that's gain probably out, of, good bet. out of it. <laughs> no, that that mate, that's true, mate. Yeah. I, I know that, yeah. but uh, no, you're right. I, I think uh, I like what you. That's that's the that's the way I'd play. I like your theory there. Yeah, back back Collingwood, and then hope that they lose and lose your cash, but get the job done with St Kilda, and and then exactly you walk, right. You'll be happy for the happy. week. You walk away happy, but I'm I'm now I'm even I'm even tempted to go on the Swans <laughs> the Swans here as well because I'm looking at this value at dollar eighty four. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, uh, we we didn't get uh, we didn't get you on here to talk about the value in the AFL, but I'm just saying there is a little bit there this weekend. If you were uh, no, we're kicking having... it off off the top of the show, mate. Mm. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Nice. Uh, there's where there's value, we'll find it. Absolutely. Um, I tell you, we found it in the first race at the Meadows today. Nice. All right. Well, let's go through it then, uh, Mitch. As I just pull this back up, as my computer just decides it doesn't want to work anymore. Apologies, Mitch. Give me one sec. No, no worries at all. Um, I'll, I'll start yeah, us go. off if you, you want. You kick uh, it while off. you're doing that, kick it off. Race one at the Meadows uh, today uh, was a race over the 600 meters. Um, 2000, the winner. It was a zero to two wins uh, ranking race, and this dog looked the best bet of the day. Two dollars ninety into two fifteen. Paid two fifty on the tote, so paid well. Was Taipan a go go? A greyhound that can run time on its day. Uh, Caden Bale was pretty gallant in second, but Taipan a go go was uh, a class above and. I said to uh, Mr. D. Taggart, I said, I reckon um, the red's going to be awfully hard to beat. 
in race one and uh, he sent me back a little text message, bang eBay. So uh, <laughs> I knew it had got up. I didn't even see the race live myself. Nice. But um, yeah, it got up. But um, I don't know if you saw my post on Twitter the other day about uh, when I when I tip, oh, put I tips on Twitter, they get rolled. And then yeah. when I don't tip them, they get, they get up. I, I know it's a fine line. But I know, but you can't. Gee, it's frustrating. You, you, you can't gloat about it when they do win if you don't have them on Twitter. That's the problem. No, I know. But I'll tell you, one day I was sending tips to Fit, uh, Fitzy. Yes. And uh, at Hillsville, and he said, Who's, who do you like in the next? Gave him the tip. It lost. <laughs> Missed the race. The next race wins. I gave him five tips and five lost. And then the other ones that I didn't tip, they won. So, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fine line. But, yeah, Taipan Go Go was super to kick the card off. Absolutely. What about a Ringer, what about Ringer Ranger? $2.80. Uh, was it Ringer Ranger or Ringer Ranger? Ringer, yep. Ringer Ranger. Ranger. Uh, and Mapunga Frida at $1.18 as well. Finished in second. What do you make of the second? Uh, it was always going to be a race in two. The market suggested that dollar sixty for Mapunga Frida, and Ringer Ranger was two ninety. But uh, I thought the the odds were probably a little bit lopsided. I know Ringer Rangers hasn't been winning, um, but he, he's got really good turn of foot. He went seventeen seventy eight down the back today. He's got home in around the twelve uh, twelve twenty eight mark. But this dog has got a motor. We know that he's got a really good um, got really good box manners. Well trained by Carly Faltham, and he's just been getting run down in his first few starts. But he held on today when a really nice time of thirty oh six. I know um, this greyhound has received a bit of interest from outside uh, outsiders in the uh, industry or insiders in the industry. But those that look into buy dogs, I know that a few people I know have actually inquired about it, and the dog can run, no doubt about it. He really put his uh, A game forward today, and two ninety was a pretty good price. Hey, just quickly, the um first at Shepparton has been run and won. We uh we didn't take that, but we will get oh, that. I, we'll get to the next. one. I was going to give a tip there too. <laughs> what were you going to tip? Um, the market mover, which was I think it was like number five or something. Uh, I'll tell you. Well, first at Shepparton. Yeah. No, it no, wasn't it. It no. was the uh the four. All right. Well, number nine, Mark Lee Jean for Chris Alford has got the job done. Three dollars top tote. So it was nine, four, and ten in the first at Shepparton there, and we'll bring you the next one. Um, when it comes along. We've got Bendigo race number 10 in the Greyhounds in about six minutes' time as well. All right, what about uh, we're up to race number three, I think, here, Mitch. A fair bit. $10 number eight it was. Kanji Height, $3.20 out of the three. And Gypsy Urana, uh, number two, finished in third. Yep. Uh, Yeah, fair bit. Jeez, it paid a fair bit, didn't it? (laughs) Um, 15.20. Drew well off the outside. And it's a Greyhound that, uh, on its day, it, it can do anything, but when it gets it right, it can run really nice time. And when it doesn't get it right, it uh, finds bother. But uh, well drawn out the pink, got a okay getaway. Probably was aided by a few slow beginners in the race, and st- they strung out. And yeah, it just got in a really good spot early and was too strong. I tell you, Kanji Height was a nice run. He come thundering home late, but um, kind of played on his run twenty or twenty five from home. But yeah, fair bit when. Went around at good odds. I know the watchdog was on it a few weeks ago to place. So um, on the on the Thursday night Lids Fly Show, as in didn't I, I'm not saying he <laughs> punted it, but it was his units. Um, obviously the watchy ain't allowed over bet, but no. a fair bit. Yeah, good win. Martin Hank um, really well trained, and yeah, Andrea Daly ran second, third, and fourth. Yeah. Nice. Well, the watchy uh, sees him very, very well. Fernando's Quest in race four at two dollars ninety from Chuck Rocks, uh, three ninety for the place, and Aston Amigo finished in third in the fourth. Yeah, um, Fernando's Quest really good win, thirty twenty three. Um, what do I what? 
it was well backed. It was two ninety into about two ten. But the the thing for me was it was just the box draw. The box draw made it for it. The four was always going to be a wide runner. Ozark fail. The three Bonnie too good. Wasn't sure how it was going to begin and wasn't really a uh, a Meadows type of dog. So Fernando's Quest was always going to get a nice run. It just depended on how it would begin. It stepped clean enough and didn't get any trouble. Um, I thought the eight was a really nice run here. Chuck Rocks, probably one of the best names I've heard in Grand Racing for a long time. I reckon I rate that really highly. Um, and um, yeah, I'd be black booking it. I, I reckon it is a greyhound that's got a future. It'll run six hundred, uh, and it paid really good odds today. And no reason why it won't um, go well again in the final. Absolutely. Race number five, Mitchell Hushing Dusk, number one at a dollar ninety. Webleck Thunder at a dollar oh nine, and uh, Fernando Bella four dollars eighty for the place in race at number five. Yeah, uh, Hushing Dusky was well backed again, 290 and a 220. Uh, got the job done in okay time, 30 and 47. Wasn't flying, but yeah, beat the hot favourite, Webleck Thunder, and Fernando Bella ran in third at big odds, huge odds actually, $6.50 to place. Was paying 54 as a win, almost stole it out in front. Um, not to be, but yeah, Hushing Dusk was good. It's a greyhound, it's a box one bandit. Race six, Aston Gwen, a dog you've spoken about a number of times on this program, $2. Drum roll, please, at $1.30. Carry on, Liam, also at $1.30 for the place. Yeah, Aston Gwen just doing what she does, and that's win. Uh, step beautifully, ping the lids. Drum roll, please. Look like it had it cold on the home turn. But, gee, she's tough, Aston Gwen. She just keeps winning and, and, and winning well. She was probably not her most impressive performance today as far as time-wise, but, gee, she was tough. She was as tough as nails, and... Uh, drum roll, please. Was, it was pretty gallant, but um, I tell you, the run of the race, carry on Liam. He is your black booker. For those out there on the Watchdog app right now, punch him in, carry on Liam. He was a monster run. He made up some sort of ground. and uh, If he gets his right race and right box, he will just obliterate him. What happened in race number seven? Rothwell Prince, $4.20, number four, and Major Giblet, $1.35 for the place. Stellar Rising finished in third, number five, at $2.50. Yeah, I sent... Um, Tags a message with this one. I said, I, I thought that the the two was really well drawn. I I said because I obviously mentioned that the Meadows coming up, and I, I said, oh, if you want to give a tip, I think the two is really well placed, and it had been backed as well. And once it hit the lead on the home turn, I thought, oh, hang on, we're we're on here. But geez, this dog just found a leg, Rothwell Prince, and ran all over the top of him. Time was okay, thirty five oh six. I thought Major Giblet was disappointing. Uh, it's a greyhound that's run thirty four seventies around there before show. Should have had these cold really, but. Uh, a race where they were only strung out by, you know, five lengths covering the field and what was yeah, a pretty keenly contested race for uh, an average race, I'd say. Uh, you want to give a quick tip before we get back to the Meadows here for the uh, 10th at Bendigo, which is in about two minutes. We've got yep. Coco Lily on top, number one, uh, at $2.73.30 for the four at Jetta Milne. And number five, Luminescence, is uh, on the third or fourth line of betting as well at about eight bucks. Yeah, uh, Coco Lily here. It's a greyhound that has uh, won myself and some mates, and and I know a few people a uh, fair bit of coin. I was on the show with Fitznut one day. I said this thing was ten dollars, and they backed it into fours. They backed it into two forty uh, on the night when we had about twenty three winners. But this thing off box one, it looks awfully hard to beat. Uh, it's yeah, got its draw. Uh, if there's anything that can beat it, geez, it's a tough one. Maybe the eight hey hey Vane Elaine. Mm. Um, it's a dog that's got some ability as well. And uh, I think the two should be included around the mark as well. But I think the ones are clear on topper uh, to beat the two or the eight. All right, we'll come back to that. Hey, um, we've got a text in 0499 736 736. 
Going to work soon. Need eBay's best for tonight. You want to give a quick uh, couple of best bets for tonight, Mitch, so that uh, old mate out there can can get off to work? Yep. I'll, uh, I'll tell you now. I'd probably take Coco Lily, one of them. Um, it, it wasn't one of my best, but I've, uh, I reckon it'll be blowing these away. My best bets for tonight fall at Ballarat, and they are races... Where are we? Sorry, race number... Oh, there we go. Race eight, number six, interrogate. That was race eight, number six, interrogate. And then race uh, seven, number eight, Quintana, bail to place. Uh, they were my two there that I really, really liked. Um, and then, obviously, race uh, six at, ben, uh, at Ballarat, mm-hmm. uh, Kalinda Beast looks awfully hard to beat. Race six, number six. All right. I hope that helps. They're short. But before I'll, you... go into a bit, I'll go into them a bit more. Yeah, After. a bit later on. Yeah, absolutely. Hope that helps out there for those who are going to work. 0499 736 736. If you want to hear some best bets, if you've got any questions for Mitch uh, or if you've got some tips out there as well, 0499 736 736. John Donahoe and Mitch Abaya with you on the Wednesday night edition of Thrill of the Chase. Let's head to Bendigo for the 10th. Coco Lily, number one, at $2.50 is the on-top selection for Mitch Abaya. Rain falling. This is race 10 on the card. Stand by. Coco Lily, the favourite. Lures rolling. Ready. Racing. Coco Lily began well. Zeems Park Girl back to second last. As the leader is Coco Lily, leads by about two to Goal Luminous, who moves into second placing between runners, uh, running the wind with Hay Vane, Elaine. Further out was Zeems Park Girl trying to wind up from Pontiac Bandit and back towards the tail. Jetta Milne and Bluey McKee into the home straight. Leader Coco Lily, Goal Luminous is trying, but Coco Lily scores from Goal Luminous. Third home running the wind. Zeems Park Girl is doing the speed for I uh, hope you took a top tote. $2.90. Coco Lily, Mitch Bayer, one from one. Nice and early in proceedings. Just got itself out and kept enough room between the rest of the field, Mitch, to get the job done. One, five, seven, and six. So one Coco Lily and Gold Luminescence finishes second. $2.00. Uh, $3.90 top tote for second place. Number seven running in the wind, $2.60. Nice start, Mitch. That was an absolute gift, that one. I uh, wish I'd have loaded up myself, but yeah, yeah just really well drawn. It's been it's won at Bendigo, off box one before. It's run last week, was good, 25-68 at Ballarat. Uh, I got out to 310, mind you. Yeah. Absolute. That was that's a gift. I'm, Three dollars ten. I'm disappointed I didn't back it myself. My niece's name is Coco, and and generally anything I see with Coco in it that's got good value to it, I generally have a little ten or fifteen bucks on, but not this time, unfortunately. And now I'm no, kick, not to be, not to be myself. the. Uh, that's all right, mate. Get it back with the Sainers. but uh, <laughs> yes. now nah, hopefully the hopefully the listener out there that had to shoot off to work may have just had a quick little yeah. cheeky one with that into maybe one or two of the others tonight and uh, set the night up. Awesome. All right, Mitch, well, let's reset. We'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the meadows and uh, and everything else we've got on the run sheet. It's a busy night as well, and we've got a guest coming up a little bit later on. John Dono, Mitch Abaya with you on Thrill of the Chase. All, of course, for the Watchdog app. Make sure you download it, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. More Thrill of the Chase with John Donahoe and Mitch Abaya on the other side of the break. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase.
Yeah, it's a pleasure to have your company on the thrill of the chase. John Donahoe, Mitch Abaya with you for the next, oh, what are we, 35 minutes or so, Mitch. And we're already one from one. We've got a big show ahead. We've got um, a nice guest coming up a little bit later on as well. We've got the general manager of Healesville Greyhound Racing Club, Cynthia O'Brien, going to join us to talk about the upcoming Straight Track Festival. I'm looking forward to hearing your chat with her uh, a little bit later on, Mitch. Yeah, I can't wait, mate. It's going to be an absolute cracker and uh, a bit of an insight into, you know, obviously, other other coda racing. Well, not coda racing, other style of racing. We've obviously got the, the horseshoes and the, the traditional tracks, but uh, one aspect of grand racing, I reckon, is taking over is straight track racing. So it'd be fantastic to hear from Cynthia and um, this new festival of racing. It's going to be absolutely elite. It is. It really, really is. Uh, we've got about four minutes or so till we get to the news. So let's um, let's just finish off a review of the Meadows today. We're up to race number eight. Mahogany Jet gets the job done there at $9.50. Javi, uh, I think that's how you say it, number three. Uh, Javi yep. finishes in second at $1.45 and Tiberia Bale at $1.40, Mitch. Yeah, uh, this dog was, well, best of the day, $29.94. Uh, $10.90 paid huge odds uh, for Alfred King. And yeah, Mahogany Jet went straight to the front, ran time and, it got home really well. Got home in um, just a tick over 12. So it looks like it's a, a 600-meter dog for sure and um, and a race where there's a little bit of carnage on that first turn. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a handy dog when it hits the go button and, and can get it right. But um, Javi, I thought, was pretty gallant in second. And, uh, yeah, best of, best of the day for Mahogany Jet. Nice. What about race number nine, West Star Eileen, $2.25, Black Robin and Fairytale Wish finished in second and third. Yeah, this was a heartbreaker, this one. I thought Black Robin would win this one and beat West Star Eileen. 3.20 about Black Robin and West Star Eileen was the favourite, $1.70. Well, Black Robin led everywhere bar the last two strides and got done by about a third of a length. So, uh, unfortunately, didn't quite get the chocolates. West Star Eileen was super again, 30 and 24. That makes it three on the trot. Black Robin, he lost no admirers. Another one of those that you should add to your black book, Black Robin with a R-O-B-I-N. Um, it, it's another one that will be winning probably next couple of starts. Short pricey in the 10th, Mitch. Colden Dato, $1.55 from Inga Mia at two fifty, and Carla Veloso at $2.90. Yep, Colden Dato just continued Tim Britton's exceptional run of form as a trainer. And um, 30.02, really handy run, was strong to the line, very strong to the line, $1.50. Uh, how you want him to win? Yep, and the final one, Zippy Zenvo at four dollars and a dollar seventy-five place. My Dewana Penny at four forty finished in second. No third dividend for the five clean slate. Yeah, what a run this was. This Zippy Zenvo, my oh my, it came out of the clouds like go and watch it. It absolutely just pushed the the seven and the five out of the way and said I'm going through this gap, even if there might not have been one. So, um, <laughs> absolute huge run, Zippy Zenvo. Another winner for Andrea Daly. Um, the other two were both good runs, clean slate and wide to one a penny. Hey, we've got, um, I know you like to venture into other, uh, other parts as well. Shepherd and race number two. You, you don't have a tip here, do you? Oh, geez. You're, uh, <laughs> you're really opening the, uh, door for a yeah. little, little play here in the harness. Well, no, uh, no, number, two, I'm gonna, number two, ultimate, yeah. ultimate me is the favorite with Chris yeah. Alford on board. Uh, just call me chief. At four dollars sixty, is the I reckon that's Equinella. Yeah. I reckon Ultimate Me and Just Call Me Chief. Um, my initials are M and E, so yeah, nice. Right. Just go with that. Yeah, I like. We'll go the two to 
two to beat the five and then box them up for the Quinella. Absolutely. All right, let's get an early news away. We'll come back and we'll take Shepparton. And uh, we'll also get uh, we'll also get to our special guest very shortly as well. John Donahoe, Mitch Bayer with you on the Wednesday night edition of Thrill of the Chase. 0499 736 736 to join in on the program. SEN Track, the new sound. Oh. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. 23 days to go to the Olympics. Thanks to Judd there for reading the news. Jeez, it's um, sneaking up on us, Mitch. I tell you what. It is, yeah, I know. I uh, I reckon the last I heard of that was um, sounded about the you know the fifty day mark when yeah. April might have mentioned you know fifty two days to go or so, and she's gone quick. But yeah, yeah the uh, the most disappointing part about the the Olympics was the fact that uh, Ben Simmons decided to pull out, which we knew all along that he was never going to commit to it. But, uh, yeah, he, I, I, I've uh, got like mixed thoughts on it. Uh, on one hand, you can sort of yeah, nah. Yeah, no, like I don't know, I don't know, because you look at the guys like Delhi, Patty Mills, and and Ingles and Baines, and they want, they would give anything, they would drop everything to play for their country, and it's just in some yep. people and and others it's not, and it's just disappointing that yeah, they, he doesn't have the same passion for his country that he was grow, he was born in and he grows up with uh, in, and you know he always talks so um so warm, you know warmly about that he just chooses yep. not to represent us time in time time in time out like i think before the world championships he he did the same thing where he said yeah i'm in and then yeah. it came along and he was out so yeah anyway yeah, I'll get, no, hey, you know, what I'll do i, I reckon I'll, it's sorry i'll get your thoughts on it just hold that for a sec let's get to shep and i'll come back and get your thoughts sorry Mitchy. They sort no, of their positions and they hit the brakes at the top end. Over on the peg line, shortcutting Pinnacle Hope, shooting the gap four back along the pegs, getting up underneath of uh, Bonnie Taylor, who's back third last on settling. All victory Hanover is second to last and taken back to the tail postal express from the outside gate. Only 29.8 for the first quarter for a sprint race, 5.7 the lead time. So they're playing into the hands of Ultimate Me. He leads three metres, parked up at its wheel, second fleeting Gren. Third, travelling very easily, Jimmy Reactor. He's had some good backing first up for the Trevor Monk stable and he's right behind the leader ready to use the Saddle World Shepherd and Sprint Lane. Pippi three back the insides had an easy time too. Now just call me Chiefs about to pop out of the 1-1 one, one and go three deep to stake his claim. Trying to track it up was Son of Zodiac. Back on the pegs Pinnacle Hope, Bonnie Taylor all, all victory Hanover is trying to get something moving from the back and last of all and uh, with the three wide trail up Postal Express 31-6 second quarter. Down the back, Ultimate Me. He's just asked for a little more. Moving up on the outside to join it. Just call me Chief. Behind the leader, Jimmy Reactor. Just sweating on that sprint lane exit. It's yielding ground there, fleeting grin. So Pippi might be able to get out shortly. All victory, Hanover's deeper. Pinnacle Hope held up under Son of Zodiac. Postal Express from the back, winding up. And then Bonnie Taylor. Bunched up field. They went 28-3 down the back. Ultimate Me snuck away. Trying to work into some open air was Jimmy Reactor before the sprint lane under Just Call Me Chief. Pippi gets a good look at the sprint lane. And deep route, all victory, with Postal Express running on. Into the lane, Ultimate Me. Off his back, Jimmy Reactor, the maiden. Ultimate Me, clear though. Jimmy Reactor's trying to reel him in. Ultimate Me, Jimmy Reactor. Great tussle, Ultimate Me. Jimmy Reactor, close. Ooh. Not sure. Jimmy Reactor with all the momentum. I reckon uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Me has fallen over the line there. Chris Alford. Has it gonna, clung on, yeah, Donners? I think so. I think Chris Alford's going to get the double uh, with yeah, race one. Yeah, it <laughs> yes, it's fallen in. Did you back it, Mitch? <laughs> No, nah, I didn't, mate, but uh, it was the on-top selection. Yeah, well, we'll do this. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. Why not? You did tip it. Yeah, said two to beat, two on top, five in second. Five didn't run second, but no. 
Um, ultimate ME. Yeah, nicely done, Mitch. Nicely done. You are turning into a just an all-rounder, mate. You tip the greys, you tip the harness. You can do it all, no, my friend. Just throw darts, mate. What about Belmont? What about Belmont Race Seven? Do you want to go to the, no, the, I'll the leave that. Peak? I'll leave that to the. Not a chance, mate. I'll no. leave that to the the big boys. Horses are out of my league. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, hey I'll tell you what. Yeah, go. We've got some. I was going to say we've got some cracking racing on at Sandown Park yep. uh, tomorrow night, which we'll cover for the lids fly. Um, we've just got some heats for the McKenna Memorial. There's three heats on tomorrow. Um, we won't go into them now. We'll go into. We'll cover them in depth tomorrow night. But just to name a few of the dogs that are in uh, Zipping Rambo, Grassland Bale, Fernando Frank. That's in the first one. Uh, Raddock and Draco Bale, Christo Bale in in the second, and then obviously the third. And final, we've got uh, Jarek Bale off the red, Gypsy Wyong, who was super last week, and also Mapunga Felix. So um, a few big names in there. When uh, We've got a free-for-all as well, which is race eight on the card. That's an absolute corker. Dominated by the Dailies and uh, Britain teams. But, uh, yeah, geez, this dog, th- th- this race is going to be an absolute corker. Uh, all right, lovely. Well, you you want to you hold off on uh, on a lot of that yeah, no, tomorrow well, night? Yeah, because... It- I've got to get through. Oh, we're going to get through yeah, the best bets and um, and just talk about. There's a little bit of racing at Brisbane tomorrow. So. Yes. What about um Aston Fastnet in uh, the the Brisbane Cup coming up? Yep. Uh, so the dog trialed there last week and Jeezy trialed well. He went 29 and 63, if I'm not mistaken. And he, we know he's a fast dog. He's a super dog. Um, but they said um, he obviously the dog had never been there, so it was a really good trial. Uh, the dog, obviously, is the brother to Aston Fastnet. Uh, and the fields are out for tomorrow. So um, the the fields are absolutely jam-packed. We went through the markets the other day and who we thought were the chances for, like, a, a bit of value because you don't want to be, you know, having to play at these too far out. I know that the heat's only tomorrow, but you've got to make it through the heat into the final. So uh, 29.63, he went. He's got to be a massive chance, Aston Fastnet. Um yeah, obviously box straws and the fields are out. So uh, jump on, have a look at the box straws for those because um, it, it all just depends on who's drawn around him and, and where he's drawn. I don't have it here in front of me right now. But, um, yeah, he's going to be, based off that trial, um, he's going to be a massive chance. And the likes of Shimmer Shine are going around up there as well. Uh, the fields are exceptional. So, um, yeah, do, if you get the chance, have a look through those fields and, uh, try and find a few winners. I think my tip was um, orchestrate. That was my long shot selection, and then mix recall over the seven hundred meter trip. Nice. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Bang. Thanks, Mitchy. What a fill up today has been. Plus, I won Jimmy's old shoes uh, last night and a hat. Jimmy Vandermeer was just handing out uh, handing out prizes willy nilly last night. I don't even have any to give away. And uh, Jimmy Vandermeer <laughs> just thought he tipped one. He said to our listeners, he goes, if the if someone can find the winner of this race at I don't know where it was. It might have been at um, Bendigo or Ballarat or something last night. He said he yep. couldn't tip it, but Mick from Bayswater did, and uh, Jimmy just giving out prizes we don't have. So uh, he how wants, good is that? No, nothing he, wrong with that. He wants Jimmy's old shoes and um, and some sort of hat. So we'll try and find that. Um, another one off the text. He says, "Hi, does Mitch have Twitter where where the twi- where the tips are posted?" Mitch does have Twitter, but I think he's a bit gun shy about posting. Them. Um, yeah, no, I'll post them. I'll yeah. post tonight's ones. Post them up, tag SEN track in, and we'll give it a retweet, um, and you'll be able to see it on the SEN track page. But do follow at Mitch Bayer as well, because some very, very good content going around 
on uh, on that Twitter page as well. Uh, we've got to get the followers up for our great Peacock here as well. And Thursday night is his big night of uh, of thrill of the ch- – oh, I should say the lids fly, Jason Bonington. The lids fly. That's where and, I do my best work. And the watchy and uh, eBay as well will be uh, with you tomorrow night. Hey, we've got a hey, race. Yeah, go. In Bendigo? Yeah, Bendigo. Let's get to it. Yeah, I've got one here. What do you got? Each way – it's massive odds. Requires dream. It's thirty-one dollars into nine dollars fifty. Eight fifty. Got box got. one. Eight fifty. Yeah, eight into eight fifty now. Yep. Uh, this dog. It's time. It's times have been deceiving. Twenty-four and fifty. Your favourite for the race. Um, that being the two perfect treasure. Uh, I don't reckon it can beat it. I reckon you know twenty-four thirty around Bendigo probably relies on a little bit of luck. Same first split early. I think uh, the one can. It can beat it, and it is a really good each way play. I tell you what, it has fluctuated since you dropped its name. Number one, it started here at nine dollars fifty. It came in to nine dollars. It's gone to eight fifty. It blew back out to nines, and now it's into eight dollars again, Mitch. So um, I reckon you've made the market move here. Eight dollars fifty and two dollars ten. Uh, you can get at the moment for uh, Raquia's dream. Mitch Abaya reckons go each way all day. All right, if this one gets up, I tell you what, there'll be a dead set party happening in these <laughs> studios. But, uh, yeah, are you back in this one yourself, Mitch? Is that how confident you are? Yeah, I'll be I'll be on this one, mate. Nice, nice. All right, we'll head there in a moment. They're just about uh, boxing them up. 0499 736 736. Maddie from Geelong. Good tipping, fellas, from Maddie. Good on you, Matthew. We'll, uh, and I'll run. Here. How long we got till this uh, race is? Um, I reckon. I reckon because... we're about ten seconds away here. Well, why don't we take it now and we'll come back and we'll get yep, your thoughts. Yeah, that's gonna run through my best bets. Yeah, good man. We're all set to go. Green lights on. This is race eleven on the card. Stand by. Set. Racing. Perfect treasure jumped away well. It's showing good speed from out wide off the track was Lewis Oste trying to go with it. Close in behind him was Kraken Johnny. And then railing through uh, was Kraken Johnny. And out wide it was McIver already starting to wind up. And well back in the field, we've got Aston uh, Anita, Rakia's Dream and Secret Thoughts into the home straight. And kicking right away was Perfect Treasure. And Perfect Treasure wins by about four lengths to McIver Ernie. Uh, Chloe Exotic has got up to run third from Aston Anita. Uh, further back. Oh, disappointing there, Mitchie, but that's okay. We uh, will live to fight another day too. Perfect Treasure gets the job done there at $1.70. Also, McIver, Ernie, $1.70, and Chloe Exotic, $4.40. Hey, do you want to give best bets now, or do you want to take a break? We'll get to our guest, and then we can give best bets at the end, or do you want to give them quickly now? No, I've already I've already told my uh, Ballarat ones. I'll yep. just quickly run through them again and give right. you my uh, couple for Granny, Good man. and then, um, then we can get to the break, and have a chat to Cynthia, but they were my best bets were at Ballarat, and that was race six, uh, number six, Kalinda Beast, mm-hmm. race seven, number eight, Quintana Bale to place, and race eight, number six, Interrogate. That's my best bet of the night, race eight, number six. And then we go to Cranbourne, and I th- thought it was a pretty hard card there at Cranny tonight. Um, not a lot of value in certain races, but I do, I do, my, uh, I do like. Um, Race five, number six, Lucy's Villa each way around the nineteen dollars. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just just something small on it. Um, and then we get to the free for all, which is in race number nine. I like Heidi number seven. Race nine, number seven, Heidi. All right. Well, you post them on Twitter, tag Sen we'll Track, do. and we'll give it a uh, retweet for all the listeners out there at Sen underscore Track or 
at Mitch Abaya to uh, to see those tips on Twitter as well. Let's take a break, Mitch, um, because we've got a big guest coming up. We've got the general manager of the Heelsville Greyhound Racing Club, Cynthia O'Brien, joining us to talk about the upcoming Straight Track Festival. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, your chat with her. That's coming up on the other side of the break. Mitch Abaya, John Donahoe with you. Thrill of the chase. We're going to wrap things up, and we're going to speak to Cynthia O'Brien on the other side of this. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe, Mitch Bayer with you on the Wednesday edition of Thrill of the Chase. 0499 736 736. Send us a text at any time you like. We've got a very special guest on the line. The general manager of the Hillsville Greyhound Racing Club, Cynthia O'Brien, joins us to talk about the upcoming Straight Track Festival. Cynthia, thanks so much for joining us. A very exciting time coming up at Hillsville over the next 10 weeks or so. Firstly, thanks for having me. And yes, it's going to be a great 10 weeks starting this Sunday. Hey, Cynthia, I'm Mitchell Bay here. Thank you for giving up your time and uh, coming on the show. Um, yeah, what an exciting time for Hillsville Greyhound Racing Club and uh, the straight track racing in general. Uh, obviously, this concept and this 10-week period coming up is going to be fantastic. And I'm sure there's a, a bit of a buzz around Hillsville at the moment. I, I know you're, you've been... Uh, around Hillsville for a while. You've been a top trainer up there and breeder as well. And um, to see races like this, I'm sure, yeah, you must be absolutely stoked. Oh, look, I think it's a great time for the spotlight to be on straight track racing, Mitch. And I've been there nine years. This is the second time I've been the manager at Hillsville. And it just gives me pleasure now that I'm at the end of my training career to be able to give back to the industry with new ideas that keeps everybody involved. Yeah, I was just going to I was going to firstly ask you, how does... Um, Obviously, this sort of straight track um, set up over the next 10 weeks, how does that all come about? Um, I know there were some great ideas in there, which were you were right behind those. And um, is this stuff planned a long way in advance or is there certain ideas that you grab from somewhere else? And um, I'll, I'll just mention one of them, which is that Highway 31 Maiden series. It's a fantastic concept. I know you went up to Richmond recently and saw the new straight track up there. But is there certain ideas and certain places you find uh, new ideas or ways to improve your racing at Hillsville? I think we need to be all-inclusive in straight track racing because it, it you know, can be the babies of the industry right through to the veterans of the industry. So I've tried to look at ideas that will cater for everybody. Um, and, and this whole carnival, there's something there for everyone. There's every grade, there's every age group, from a, a feature event for maidens right through to the Hillsville Cup Group 2 event at the end of the festival. So I really do try to just cater for everybody. Yeah, I, I love this concept. So 4th of July to the 12th of September, there's uh, five feature races, 800000 in prize money. We just touched on some of those. You've got your, obviously, Hillsville Winter Cup, uh, the National Straight Track Championships, um, 25000 the winner there. The Arrow, how exciting is that going to be? And then you've got your Highway 31 Maiden Challenge and then uh, Group 2 Hillsville Cup. It's There's an, a, a massive amount of races there which cover, as you said, all types of greyhounds, all ages and grades of greyhounds. And I'm really excited to see that head-to-head concept. I know uh, we spoke about it on the Lids Fly, our Thursday night program uh, recently, and said how good would a, a spe- like head-to-head sort of setup work at Hillsville. And funnily enough, uh, the ideas come about, and um, it wasn't any of my doing, and, and you guys have done a fantastic job. And how exciting is this sort of concept to bring it from your sort of sand down in your meadows to Hillsville? Um, I-, I think it's awesome. Well, this has been in the planning for just over 18 months, the Arrow concept of racing. Um, 
GRV are very much behind me in putting that event on. So that's been fantastic. The Richmond race come about, as you said, I went to Richmond. We want to foster a relationship with all straight tracks in Australia. So that's why we have a national straight track championship. And we've got the Richmond Highway 31. So that will be at Healsville this year. And next year that will move to Richmond and they will run it. We'll just keep going up and down the Hume Highway. And hopefully that'll go on for many years and become a real feature for both clubs. I mean, to put it on the first year and give 10000 to the winner is just enormous. That's oh, fantastic, especially building that connection with uh, the other states as well and these other straight track clubs. I know Capella Bar has been a very strong circuit for a while and now adding Richmond in there, I think it's uh, it's a real wise choice to uh, form a bond there and and run these races and series. And uh, we may even see some of the, the better dogs come down from those states and race at Hillsville. And I'm sure there's been you'd know a lot more than I would uh, about this whole concept coming up, but there must be a buzz around Hillsville at the moment and a bit of talk amongst the trainers and owners. Have you, have you heard much uh, or many trainers mention, you know, certain races that they're going to be targeting? Certainly once it opened up last week, when it had become a live advert on the webpage, then the query started to come. And we've had some of the bigger trainers in the state coming and racing there anyhow. I've already had some people down from Richmond they came down and raced a few weeks ago just to have a look at the track in preparation for the straight track championship. And then now they know all these races are on. I'm sure we're going to see some really classy dogs given um, border closures. Let's hope that's all over by the time we get around to these yes. so that we can can still get the top class dogs from interstate. But I think the whole carnival itself, you know, 10 weeks of racing, 30 race meetings and over 800000 in prize money, it really is going to put the spotlight on straight track racing. And the good thing about the Hillsville track in general um, is that some dogs that can't get around the circles do really well at Hillsville. So it doesn't just, you know, open it to a select group of dogs or, or trainers or owners. It, it really does uh, open other doors for other trainers who, you know, may not necessarily venture on into those uh, circle or horseshoe tracks. I think it's, um, you know, something new that those trainers, that they can actually step into now. We've got a few sort of what I term to be local champions that seem to be only racing at Hillsville and they're running superb times and they're going to be riding this. And then we've got dogs of the calibre of Zambora Lou, last year's cup winner, and he's come back. And he goes off and races other places and comes back. So um, Ryland Bale's been there a lot lately. Like we're, We've got dogs that are capable of running on the circle, but they've found that there's a lot of benefit in running up the straight. So we're getting a lot of classy dogs coming there at the moment. And with the prize money that's on offer, why wouldn't you want to come? Oh, 800,000 over 10 weeks and now elevates Hillsville to a group two uh, status with the uh, $50,000 uh, Hillsville Cup and uh, it, it's fantastic. I, I think it, it's always been a race that I've really enjoyed watching, a series I've really enjoyed watching and um, the, the added prize money there must uh, yeah be really fantastic for those uh, that do race there regularly. Well, I think this year we've put it back to Group 2 status. It used to be a Group 2 race. I dropped it to a Group 3 race to give everybody a chance and have extra races throughout the year for the people that don't think that they can run in a Hillsville Cup. So I ran four races throughout the year worth $5,000 to the winner. We've now put that money back into the Cup and topped it up a little bit more to 50000 this year and gone back to Group 2. And it's just a way to thank the trainers for their continued support of our club and to help everybody along in the industry. Cynthia, it's a and very, very exciting Sorry, time. Sorry Mitchy, we're just running no, out of, just right. running out of time I was just going to say, how do, people, how do people get in contact uh, if they're interested in these sort of races? 
Well, there's more information on the Healful website at healful.grv.org.au or you can ring the club on 59622420 and we're only too happy to help you. And I just want everybody to remember, straight racing, great racing. Thanks so much for joining us, Cynthia. We really appreciate it and very exciting time at Healesville. Thanks, John. Cheers. Cynthia O'Brien there joining us, the general manager of the Healesville Greyhound Racing Club. Mitch, we've got to head out. We've got about 30 seconds. Thanks again for your uh, company tonight. Anytime, mate. Get on the seven in the last and Bendigo. Will do. Been a busy day, a nice day. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Toby McKinnon, Bonners will be here as well. Then Cam Luke and David Taggart are back for Thursday trackside from 1pm Eastern. John Donahoe signing off. Mitch Abaya joining me, also signing off. Thanks for your company right around the country. We'll do it all again tomorrow. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.